Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajara Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. We came into these negotiations understanding that the landscape across the game has changed and that more young players more than ever have, are in the game and producing at high levels than we've ever seen before. Uh, we... We as players wanted to address that and obviously raise uh, their level of compensation up uh, relative to league revenues um, so that that better reflected that uh, compensation level. And so uh, as we navigated through the process, uh, we still feel that there's dollars to be allocated towards them that would fairly compensate their contributions on the field uh, more so than what's on the table at this point. I don't even know who's in charge on the players' side who's speaking for the players. Who was that, Brian Middleton? Max Scherzer. I can't oh, that say was Scherzer? Yeah, I got a little bit of a miss. Scherzer. Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Scherzer. Scherzer driving the Porsches. Um, obviously, the Major League Baseball has a lockout going now, and uh, they're going to cancel games. And uh, it's been a lockout for a while. They've been negotiating. Uh, so... It's too bad. I still wonder if everybody's trying to make it out to be bigger than it is at the moment. I don't feel that. As a baseball fan, I don't feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm so mad at Major League Baseball that I'm never going to watch again. I'm just being honest with you. Like I'd like to tell you that, yeah, I'm never going to watch or, or buy a ticket, or I'm not. That's not me. Like I'm, I'll, I'll be there if they end up playing 120 games. I never was there, though, in the 90s either. Like, I didn't need Mark McGuire and, and Sammy Sosa to hit home runs to get me back. Yeah. I understand some people do. Uh, but there's a business element of sports that, whether we like it or not, it does exist. And these things do happen sometimes. Do, do I think it's selfish and stupid and got to this point? Yeah. I think it's ridiculous that they know that this was a possibility and they wait until the deadlines anyway. They could have been talking the entire month of December and January if they're trying to hammer things out for what's right for baseball, what's fair. Mm-hmm. So you got two what is perceived to be greedy sides and the fan is somewhere in the middle and they don't care about the fans. They obviously care about taking care of the game financially and the players financially. I thought it was interesting what Scherzer said because one of the deals that I've heard – the most of the, this is one thing that I've been explained to, and I don't I don't get in the weeds on on this what they're arguing about because some of it's very complex, mm-hmm. um, from luxury tax stuff to Rule Five stuff to whatever else. I know this: they're trying to get the minimum up, and I like that because I think there's this perceived notion, and you know this too, that if you play a professional sport, you are like a millionaire for life, and you're set for life mm-hmm. if you do at least some one or two things right with your money. Well, that's a bad perception because that's not true. There's Scherzer who makes a gazillion dollars and he's set, and so is his kids and so their kids great, and their great, kids great, and their great, kids and their yeah. kids. Yes, that exists. That exists in sports. But there's also a lot of players that are just trying to survive, make a living, feed their families, really, um, and and hopefully get a contract like that by performance. Yeah. Well, that feeds into the other side of it, where in Major League Baseball. Those kind of contracts, because of the ownership and the teams owning a lot of their rights early in their career, and because it takes a long time to get to the big leagues sometimes, Mm -hmm. by the time they hit the big money, well, you're up to like 28, 29, 30 years old in some cases. Mm -hmm. Well, the athlete then starts to decline. You can't live up to the contract on the back half of it. So what the athlete's trying to do a little bit, my understanding, is get some of that bigger money earlier where they can have it in their prime, perform to the contract, and maybe 
hit again. Like, that's what the NFL guys do. You look, talk about Chandler Jones. We talk about Calais Campbell. They play their rookie deal. They sign another deal. And then at 31, 32-year-old, they sign another deal. Sure. Like, if you can, that's the ideal situation. You go back to Yannick Ngakwe, that was one of the things, one side or the other wanted a short-term deal because they wanted to get him to, like, age 29. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he was so young, if he could, at age 28 or 29, he could then hit for the mega deal again. So that would be his third contract. Pass rushers can really do that. Quarterbacks can do that as well. And so I think that's what Major League Baseball and the players are trying to do. Say, hey, can we cash in when we're, like, playing our best baseball rather than be getting paid, like, $680,000 during that time? No, I'm not mad at it. You know, with the longevity of the season, you want a bigger piece of the pie, you're entitled to that. Now, you also have guaranteed contracts. Well, that is coming nice. from a former NFL player, that's nice to have. That is very nice. When it's when, a huge distinction between the NFL and everything else. It's, it's everything. Yeah, you know, it's everything. So, which is asinine in reality because you guys, meaning football players, play the most violent of Let sports. Let them know, Brent. Let them know. Yeah, no, it really is. I know. Like, it, it, and I'm not sure 100 percent of ca- contracts should be guaranteed. I, I, I don't know enough yeah. about. It. I'd have to hear both sides, but I do think there should be more guaranteed rather than week to week. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Which essentially is. I mean, for yeah. many of the players, it's a week-to-week yeah. paycheck. Yeah. Then you're doing Uber. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> not, not, not knocking on that. That was fun. Which, by <laughs> the way, is safe. That was a good time. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, great. It depends what time you're at the beach bars at, man, because you get some of those crazy drunk people in there, you know. Yeah. yeah. And there are a lot more people driving on the roads in Jacksonville. Yeah, right yeah. How I mean, about this? I'll, I'll tell you an Uber probably, story. probably a lot more sanitary than the NFL that is an Uber sometimes. How crazy is this? What do you got? Weber and I land in Indianapolis. Yeah. On Monday. Yeah. We got there early, and so we ended up doing the shows, as, as you know, and everything. Um, and so I think we got there right around, let's just say it's 12, 1230. Mm-hmm. So we have an Uber driver pick us up. This morning we leave the hotel at uh, 6 o'clock, or it's 615, mm-hmm. and same Uber driver. Really? How's that happen? Wow. It's the same Uber driver. That's like that's that's, that's, that's that's like pulling a one for one here at the Volley's House of Cards. A, that's almost like a Jamar Chase season's greetings to a three. <laughs> yeah, it's it's that it's, rare. <laughs> now I got it's nothing for it. In fact, I had to pay to get the same did, did, Uber driver. Did the guy recognize you? Uh, he might have Stewart because Stewart actually okay, booked I it. You, I got so, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did. Weird. But how crazy is that? I've only, that's just, I mean, when I used to drive Uber for a couple of years, that happened to me once where I got the same people, and they were kind of freaked out by it. And I'm like, hey, I, I don't make the calls. It's like I'm stalking like in, guys. Like in like a drop-off pickup? Yeah, a drop pickoff thing, yeah. Like I literally dropped somebody off at the beach. And, <laughs> I'm like, not stalking you guys. Yeah, and like four <laughs> hours later, they were done at the beach ready to go home. And, and here, comes, you know, here comes me again. So, yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a trip. I know. I'm trying to figure out, like, why would that happen? Yeah. Is that just mean there's a lack of Uber drivers? Yeah, usually um, if there's a lack of Uber drivers, you know, y- your area is going to be a lot bigger. Uh, you're, this is downtown Indianapolis? Uh, yeah. Well, see, it shouldn't be like that in downtown Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah, but it's a... What day was it? I mean, it was a weekday. Monday and today. Yeah. But you got the combine coming in, too, which means True. people are coming in and out of town. True. Well, really, we probably not many people exiting town. We got out of there earlier than yeah. most people would, but... Uh, I'm just like, how about the irony there? That's, oh, that's wild. Insane. I wonder, because I mean, I've been at the game now for a while, because, you know, you used to have, like, surge pricing, right? So when yeah. the demand was high, that's when you make your money. Like, I wonder if they saw the surge pricing, like, for stuff like the Combine or, you know, I mean, obviously the Super Bowl in L.A. I can't imagine what the price would be like in L.A. You know, uh, well, yeah, I guess I didn't experience uh, the Super Bowl part. I wonder, too, because they were pretty expensive 
when we went out, we were the Rams. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To the Rams game, and yeah. we were Ubering a lot. Yep. And just going to sightsee a little. Yep. And they were pretty. It was, it was pretty expensive, like which I naturally thought it would be. Yeah. And then you go like on a Friday night or a Saturday night, you get it bumped up a little bit. Sure, sure. Like when we went to the Staples Center in the game we didn't see. <laughs> uh, by the way, shout out to Vivid Seats. They have refunded my money. Oh, they got back to you? Yeah. So what is this, five months after the fact? Yeah, they said they've been oh, backed a, up. Guess, oh, guess what why a, they've been backed up. What, what a great commercial for guess them. Guess why. I don't know. The excuse that everybody's used for two years. Got hacked? Coronavirus. Pandemic. The, you work from home, though? Or? Well, I don't know. Just, we're, we're, when in doubt, what does that mean? When in doubt over the last two years, used the, coronavirus? Yeah. the virus. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> you're, you're not in the... Okay, I feel like you can do that job at home, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't okay, know. I got well, you. Well, maybe because all the canceled events like earlier that they got. Yeah, I guess. I don't I know. Brent. I ain't making excuses hey, for it. They're not doing any favors. Okay, but it took it took long enough. It did. It took several phone calls and well, a lot. Was there like a like a discounted coupon that you can use for? A future? You know, what's funny is they actually did send me. A okay, well there we go. Well. well, then you got to mention that as well. Yeah. That, now that's customer service. Yeah, that's good customer. We're talking service. about twenty five percent, thirty percent. Yeah, it wasn't much. <laughs> well, I mean, well, how much was it? Because well, there's there's contests coming to town. Yeah, uh, I'll have to check. Okay. I don't All right. Well, you know. I just saw that I got want to throw a little sixteen. Want to throw a little coupon my way? You know, there's some <laughs> the concerts coming to town. You know. Um. So, anyway, I think it's a rare feat that happened today. Well, congratulations. I found that like, are, you, are you tweeting them right now, too? Uh, not Uber. Oh, okay. I don't no, know if that... The, the, the seats. You no, no, no. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I should fine. probably have... No, you're that. fine. No, you're fine. They've, they've done enough. Uh, <laughs> don't don't give them the, the free shout-out. Uh, yeah, true. Brent, you, have, you underestimate the influence that you have in this city. Well, they're a more global thing. So, yeah, but... I mean, I, mean, I don't hey, know how much business Vivid Seats does really, in Jackson. We're an NFL market. True. So I think we, we do a little bit. That business has gotten very competitive, by the way. There's so many of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was, but for the longest time, it was StubHub. Well, it's Ticketmaster. Oh, it's Ticketmaster. Well, Ticketmaster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Ticketmaster, I still think, is the safest way to go. Yeah, I like if it. If you can. But yep. It was interesting what we found out in Ticketmaster. I think I told you this when it all happened, is that an hour before the game time, that part shut down. Like, you couldn't get them. Yep. Uh, so, but then there was StubHub. Okay. I felt like that was, like, the big one. Yep. And then Vivid Seats came along. Yep. But now they got like Seat Geek. Yep. Right. Yep. Doing commercial for all of them. Guy on street. Is that real? Guys on street selling tickets. Yes, Brent. Oh, you guys on street. Yeah, guys on street. The actually the old scalpers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that is that uh, is that legal here in Jacksonville? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't snitch on anybody. It used to be like a big like. I remember back when I was going to games with my dad. Yeah. And you'd be like, "What is that?" And he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, that's illegal, and everything's hush hush." Yeah, yeah. But I think there's some rules now where like you can do it, but you can't be like right on the property, or you got to be across the street. Or... I mean, I'm not trying to snitch, but I feel like if it was illegal, I wouldn't see as many people as I do at events. <laughs> yeah. And, and and like well, not even discreet about it, it. It might be one of those things like where it's illegal, but nobody's gonna stop. Okay. You. I mean, when when you have a giant ten by ten sign that says "I need tickets," <laughs> you're, you're not really keeping a low profile. So I don't think you're worried about the police. So I think you're okay. Does anybody know? Like, the, have you ever heard a story where those guys are making a ton of money? Do they keep on? I see the same people every single year, it. so I think they're doing okay. I don't know. See, to me, it's just risky, though, right? Because say, like, yeah, you go buy like 50, 60 yeah. tickets or something, then you can't. Can yeah. you get? Can you get rid of them? Like, I, well, here's what I wonder. Seriously, okay. The Jags are two and twelve. Yeah. The. Name your team, Indianapolis Colts or whoever are coming to town. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of seats available. Oh, see, it's fun. That, see, you, you, that's why you're not a businessman like I am. Forget the Jaguars. 
And then to tell they're like Super Bowl contenders. But I still see the people that come no, up there saying I, I need tickets. I see them too. But if it's me... Like, what do you need tickets for? I know. I hear you. But if it's me, Jonas Brothers. If it's me, you know, Top 40. Yeah, that's where they make music, their money. That's where they make their money, I think. Because there's always, you know, there's always a Jonas Brothers bump. Yeah, they probably don't make a lot, even on like maybe like in the Bills postseason game. Yeah, they made a lot, or some games they make a lot from the Jags. Yeah, but this stadium's so big. Yeah, to your point. Yeah, you probably make more on a concert venue. Yeah, I'm just saying, if we're forever hurting for ratings, just go ahead and tease. We got Jonas Brothers tickets. <laughs> yeah, and and do we and, have to and, follow through? And why? I'm just, I mean, for for a day, you know, if we're trying to reach our our goals, you know, by the end of the month. <laughs> You know, kind of how police got to deal with, like, you know, pulling people over. Yeah. If you want to get that. <laughs> got to get the quota. If you get the, yeah. If you want to reach that maximum quota in one day, these little Jonas Brothers tickets. Is the quota a thing in, in police work? Is it, like, really a thing? Or has that become, like, a, uh, uh, like, myth? I don't know, man. I was doing 95 here. And nobody said anything. <laughs> so, I don't know. What's the I mean, statute of limitations I mean, just, on that? Trip it's the start over here. of March, though. It's, it's the start well, of March. Early. You're like, I'm yeah. cool. It's March yeah, 2nd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Now, it's February 27th. Oh, I'm you done. Been, like, yeah, they're, they're probably I'll like, see yeah, we're just, just going to let him go, man. It's the start of the month. <laughs> well, we'll get him we'll later. But I wonder, like, is that, like, it used to be a thing, and I think it was legit. Like, there was a quote. Oh, I still think it's Because my best friend's dad was a cop yeah, in, yeah, yeah. back home. Yeah. And, um, but I, now I start to wonder, I'm like, is it still a thing? I don't know. I got to ask somebody. I know. Yeah, 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 but I never yeah. asked that question. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if it's still a thing. I mean, if I was a cop, that'd be me because, like, I procrastinate everything. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I would be, like, literally, it would be my job. I mean, if you're two miles per hour, oh, sorry, you broke the speed limit, and I got to give you a ticket. Here's my, my theory on that, and I love first responders and the okay. police and everybody else. Go on. But I think, like, the speed trap things shouldn't be legal. Oh, no? I don't think they should. Mm. Like, but, but because they're, they're, they're there for a reason. Well, they're trying to to keep you safe, though. Are they really, or are they trying to get you? Well, I mean, but like, it's if a you're law. going like fifty-five and a forty-five, you're, are you being are you are you being unsafe, or are they trying to get you? Well, you're going ten miles per hour over the speed limit. I, hey, I didn't make the rules, man. I said by I'm by They're trying in some place. They're trying to get you. They shut that down in like Waldo. Sure. Well, I thought there was a rule too uh, that um, I read somewhere where if they are trying to take a speed trap, you have to be able to see them at all times. Right, like you, you can't hide behind like a covering and not see the police, and all of a sudden they get you. Like they have to be within like viewing distance. Uh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure they're lights have night, to be on. Lights have yeah, to be on. Is that still a thing? I think so. <laughs> I mean, that, I'm, I'm in the back pocket one day if I need it. I'm pulling that one out first, <laughs> dude. <laughs> it, the last time it, you got a ticket? Oh. It's been a year. I have no idea. I know. I got knocked on wood. I can't believe it. I, yeah, yeah. I should even bring this up because I'm yeah. going to go home. I'm going to get one, like, on my way home. Yeah. No, I feel like I have not. I went on a roll. I was on a roll. Like, in Albany, New York, I, I got tickets. I, I think I got two in one day one time in Albany, New York. Okay. And then I got, like, four of them over. I was going to that class trying to get points off my thing, yeah, like, left yeah. and right. Trying, yeah, trying to get that but, Leonard Burnett treatment. I got yeah, you. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> I think the last one I had actually Georgia. You got to be careful now. Out Georgia, in the Valdosta area. They don't play around in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I think my last ticket might have been in Georgia. Yeah, it was Valdosta. Yeah. We're going to a tournament. Yeah, I it was, was like, like one some, exit away. It was some small town. I remember, and like I was like twelve over. Georgia will like, get yeah. you. Yeah, and then they're not like they're getting you a ticket too. It's not like oh, uh, you know, there's an accident. No, you're getting ticket. We love you, JSO and oh, the yeah, highway yeah. patrolman. Yeah, just telling you.
Love you. you, you Come wanna, say hi at the Volley's House of Cards. Just don't follow us home. Pete, you want to hear the story <laughs> about getting tickets and stuff? So the last time I probably got pulled over, it was like three years ago back home in Wisconsin. Um, and I was in the town of Appleton. You know, we've yeah, yeah. Appleton. It's yeah. right by Green Bay. Um, so I get pulled over, and I'm doing like 15 miles per hour this speed. It's, you know, over. So I'm, I'm probably getting a ticket. Uh, so the guy runs my information. And I'm in my mom's car, by the way, too, so super classy because I didn't have my car. I was back home for the holidays. So it's my wife, it's myself, and then my friend Andrew. Um, get pulled over. Guy runs my information, comes back. I'm like, all right, here comes a ticket. It is what it is. I was being respectful, but here comes a ticket. Dude goes to me. He's like, you know Julian? I'm like, yeah, Julian. Like, you mean like my grandpa Julian? He's like, ah, you're, you're, you're Julian's grandson. I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, here you go. The beekeeper? Yeah, the beekeeper. We were literally like a, an hour and something and some change away from where I grew up. And, and, and hey, name travels, man. Grandpa's a legend. Oh, he is. No, he really is. Though. He is a legend. <laughs> but um, the, the fact that I got out of a ticket because I was Julian's grandson was... And obviously my wife was shaking her head like, yeah. how does that happen? How does that happen? Because um, I, I like I pulled a Super Bowl ring out on my butt. You know, I was literally just, I'm Julian's grandson. And then, and then my friend Andrew was in the back. And he goes, that's it? That's all it is? <laughs> yeah, and then the guy it. walked away. Yeah. So people were upset. Uh, but uh, I'm probably due for a ticket. But so, hey, so I'm just saying, <laughs> if you find yourself in Wisconsin without me, you get pulled over. Julian. Did you say that you know don't Julian? Don't drop your name. Drop Julian. No, no, don't, don't drop my name. I ain't going to do you nothing. Okay, <laughs> probably in more trouble. But I'm just saying, just say Julian. You're good to go. All right. Yeah. Uh, what ticket is this for, Austin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's get uh, Steven on the line real quick. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Um, hopefully, we're keeping everyone safe out there on the roads. Hopefully, you're driving not through tunnels, but safely, Steven. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to get your opinion. Uh, like, I like the idea of Chandler Jones, uh, but my only thing is, you know, he started off red hot last year in that first game and then kind of sizzled out like a bottle rocket. Um, I just wanted to get your opinion on maybe a guy like Hassan Reddick, who also, you know, two years ago played with Arizona, so there is a connection with Buckner as well. I mean, for the last two years, he has 23-and-a-half sacks and eight, eight forced fumbles. And, I mean... You know, even switching teams to Carolina, the production never went away. And he is younger. I would be more, at least if it were me, I would be a little more comfortable handing him a three- to four-year deal given he's a lot younger than Chandler Jones. And I just wanted to get your opinion on him. Yeah, thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. Uh, here's the, the story on Hassan Reddick uh, from a production standpoint. Well, I'd tell you that if I didn't just flip off it. I have his stats right in front of me. I was ready for you. Uh, you know, he's missed some games in his career, both uh, his rookie season and only played uh, or started three. Actually, he didn't miss games. He only started three. Mm -hmm. And uh, when he was 25, he started uh, five games. But, of course, you got some people on that team like um, Chandler Jones <laughs> eventually. He uh, has 31 career sacks, 12 and a half two years ago with Arizona, 11 last year with Carolina. Yeah. So good production. Yeah, certainly a cheaper route, Better a younger though, route. Too. I mean, this is a guy who was kind of like a, a, a prove it kind of year. Yeah, and you feel like he did in Carolina. Yeah, I mean, again, eleven sacks is that going to break the bank? No, but I think in terms of the potential, because he's come it was eleven than twelve the previous year. You said, yeah. And how old is he? He's only twenty-seven. Yeah, so there's a lot to like there. Yeah, yeah. He's going to be 28 years old. And, see, I think that fits the Jags. Now, here's the deal. We're talking about splash free agency. See, to me, Hassan Reddick, I don't think, maybe he will. He's a pass rusher. He's in the prime. He's coming off two double-digit years. Is that enough 
Is there going to be a market for Hassan Reddick to go get $80 million over five years? I mean, the money's crazy in the NFL. So maybe that, that is the case. Maybe he can get that kind of money. And is that the play for the Jags? I could make the case that is the play for the Jags because, one, I thought it might be a little bit cheaper than Chandler Jones. But even yeah. if it's not, I think getting five years of play uh, of age, or at least four, on, on uh, Hassan Reddick might be more valuable. Because the risk you are taking with Jones is that he's about to dive off a cliff sure. in terms of his production and career. No, I mean, we, that's the way it goes. I mean, guys, you know, guys lose it. And so I think it's risky. And I said earlier, are the Jags ready to win to the point where if you get one or two more years from Chandler Jones that you're really getting your money's worth? Yeah. Now, if you get Hassan Reddick on a five-year deal, well, he might be able to help you get climb the ladder and help you win when he's 29, 30 years old and take you to the promised land. So, uh, Pro Football Focus has, like, you know, they do just kind of like their, in theory, kind of money he could generate. He's, they said that he could get a three-year deal worth $35 million. Well, see, he's going for It's funny yeah. how these guys are all positioning for another, another payday. Yeah. So, three years, what, 45? 35. 35. Oh, gosh, that's reasonable. Yeah. See, I, 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 again, I don't know what the tape looks like. I haven't studied Hassan Reddick. But from a production standpoint, I could see the Jaguars going that route and then giving Josh Allen, by the way, a pretty good deal. Yeah. And oh, now you've got your bookend guys. Then you're probably going to take Evan Neal then in the draft? And then, yeah, and then you would take Evan Neal. Yeah. So, and, or uh, whoever the tackle well, is. Yeah, whatever one. Like, but I would, yeah. I'm leaning toward an Evan Neal kind of guy. So yeah. um, that'd be interesting. That's a good question, Steve. And I think that could be the case. And I do. Th that's why I do think age kind of matters here. I mean, I, listen, I proposed the other day uh, on social media, Branson Buckner bring back uh, Chandler Jones and Calais Campbell. I'm here for it. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, again, is that logical? Yeah. I don't know if that's logical at their age. Yeah. Like where the Jags are at. It's probably logical for those two guys to go to a contender, make them into a championship team, and sail off into the sunset. So uh, we'll see what happens. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. It's time to do a pack battle. We've got some kids in here, too. Let's I like it. that. So let's, let's, let's unveil are, are, are we on a team here, or are we, I'm going to go against you? I, I don't need, no, I'm probably not going to be in this one. Okay. I mean, I beat... Mark Devoli so bad last week. Oh, wow, really? I'm just taking myself out. Actually, yeah, I think he would. Uh, I was going to anyway. say, the, the, the arrogance of you, huh? Yeah. We'll be back. Action okay. Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Devoli's House of Cards until 6 o'clock. It's a little different than the whole college process where you're recruiting, you go on visits, and then you choose. So this is a, a completely different process where, you know, you kind of sit and wait, and you got to see where you end up going. And, uh, you know, I, I can promise it doesn't matter where I go, I'll be extremely excited. Um, like I said before, a, a dream of mine to play in the NFL. So uh, hopefully that will come true here soon. The NFL game, it's just it's been a dream of mine since I can remember, going back to when I first picked up a football, my first memories of football, watching Sundays with my family, having friends come over when, I'm, you know, when you're young. And, you know, all those things, it's just a dream of mine. And to kind of be sitting here, it's surreal, but it's everything that I, you know, expected to do. And, uh, you know, I'm right where I said I'd be. That could be one of 300 prospects at the NFL Combine. I'm going with Kenny Pickett. I didn't hear anything. Um, Go ahead and give me... I don't know, man. I got nothing. Sorry. What you got, Brian? I paying attention. It's Kenny Pickett. Yeah, it oh, is. But that wasn't an email or something. Okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you did not email that. That was, the, that was in the email. All right, so here's the deal. 
Yeah, speaking of emails, this should have been in the email. No, I know. I don't know how to play this Listen, game. I'm still learning this. Okay. I can't explain the rules okay. to everybody. Mark Devoli and I did this last week yeah. when we were here. Yeah. You were off on f knocking somebody out. Yeah. And uh, so this is the first time we've tried this. Okay. We've actually got contestants. Yeah. Now, don't do as bad as the uh, folks. Did you see the Wheel of Fortune thing? Oh, yeah, that was bad. That was disgusting. That was... I, I feel better about myself. Yeah, if you, you haven't seen the Wheel of Fortune, like, like yeah. I don't know when it was, yeah. but it's floating around social media. Yep. It's like two minutes of video, yep. and it's stupidity at its greatest. They should have all lost their money. They should have. They, they should have been thrown off the Pat show. Pat Sajak should have retired. Pat, Pat should have ran a comb through that beautiful hair of his and just said, I'm out of here. Uh, I can't deal with these guys. Of course. Caleb, how old are you? Caleb's 11. Yeah. He's never heard of Wheel of Fortune problem. Probably. Oh, yeah. You got it? Come on, right, Brent. Right. He knows who Pat Sajak is. Vanna White. Legends. Yeah, I'm not sure he knows who they are, but he's Remember, really looking forward to it. Do you know who Larry Bird is? Probably not. Okay. Yeah, you do. Nah, that's impressive. That a baby. Brent paid you to say that yeah. one. <laughs> Henry Harvey right here. How you Big doing, Auburn man? fan. Nice to meet you, dude. Is Auburn going to win the national title? Um, so we got a packed battle. Here's what we're doing. So we've got this uh, Mosaic 2021. Yes. So we're always looking for quarterbacks. Correct. But as we always pull the cards and, and we want to deliver a bang on the show, yep. we're not really looking for that here, no. necessarily. Yeah, see, this kind of evens the playing field, because I feel like you guys knew that I pull bangers nonstop, and yeah. now you want to say, well, let's pull the lowest number instead. And while well, Caleb says we go highest jersey or lowest oh, okay. jersey, okay. he's going with lowest jersey, yep. probably based on height. He was going the okay. lowest okay. here against <laughs> Henner. And you. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So. Caleb is going to take on Henner for two packs. Okay. And then they each have a pack to go against you. Okay. All right? Yeah. So uh, here we go. Let's do it. We got Go ahead, guys. So you, you start opening up. The, the prelims are you okay. Got, yeah, they open mine up here? No, no, I wouldn't okay. open okay. up yet. Okay. Go okay. ahead. You guys are going to go. Caleb first. Okay. And they, so the deal is the lowest jersey number. Yep. And here's some of the, if you look on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch, uh, you can see some of the nice cards from this set. All right. Let's see how they're open. Honeycomb. The and what's the other one? Genesis. There we go. It's like I'm cheating on a test. What's our lowest number so far? Two. Two. Caleb's got a two. Who is two? Oh, Jalen Hurts. Okay. Very trouble, he said. By the way, oh, Caleb's been talking some trash. Caleb's got some trash talk. I like it. And Caleb got a bang, too. Uh, he Jaylen got a literal bang. bang. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts bang. This might be the winner of the pack. Oh, I see a fancy one there. Ah, uh, Daniel Sorensen, though. Daniel yeah. Sorensen, he. Yeah. <laughs> PFF's not having that yeah. one. Good looking, no, it's but not so good. Yeah. Who else did you get there? Number 27? Oh, yeah, Larry. Oh, Larry Johnson. Classic. Larry Johnson okay. classic. <laughs> yeah. All right. You get his pack of cards. That's how it works. That's yours, man. You just went from four to eight, and you get Jalen Hurts. Take care of that now. That's what we call inflation. I hope you wash your hands, yep. Caleb. <laughs> We've learned a lot about this. Do we need a top loader? All right, so now, yeah, do we need a top loader or not? Now let them go again. One more. Okay, let them go again. Let's see if Henner can get them back. It's seriously, it's like a war, form which here, is a great game. Caleb just gets right into the form here. He, you're more kind of like, it's Christmas, you're trying to save the wrapping paper. Caleb, do, do you collect uh, baseball, football, basketball, football? All football. right. And Henner's a baseball guy. Okay. Drew Brees, man of the year. Is that the honeycomb one? Uh, uh, I know. Does that look? I can't. I mean, it looks. We just saw like a JJ Watt one was pretty good. I, uh, no, I don't think that's a honeycomb. I don't know. <laughs> you got Patrick Mahomes. Does Patrick Mahomes get you excited? Christian Barmore. I wanted him uh, here in Jacksonville, unfortunately. So you got so eight. You got Drew Brees. How? What's Drew Brees? Oh nine. Oh, oh Hannah. 
Caleb's taking He said he was going to win, and he's winning. Yeah. All right, well, hey, it's time to get humbled now. You ready to go? You ready Caleb, to are this? you ready to lose? You, you ready to get humbled? You ready, you ready <laughs> to get humbled? Well, we got this on camera. <laughs> just make sure that the humbling is going to be televised. I love this guy. I know. See, he, we'll knows, see. he knows your hands are registered weapons. Oh, no, it's so all good. Send them it's into, all like, good, but I'm pulling lot. Justin Fields up to <laughs> Justin Fields. You ready to roll? See, I already have pre-open, too. Caleb, you come down here. the Volley's House of Cards a bunch? It's Max Crosby. Third time, see, drag dad here. See, this is the best part about the card stuff. Either dad dragged him here at first, and now he loves it, or he dragged dad here, and dad loves it. Tom, what number is that? Ooh, Larry Farrell. Oh, okay, nice. I got Tom Brady. Oh, wait, you got to hold You got to hold on, Henner, because you got to do against this second pack. Terrell Davis. Ooh, I got a single digit here. Oh, I got eight, Elijah Moore. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and collect that. Appreciate that, yeah. man. Yep. First L. Welcome to the real world. Hey. Yep. You can't, can't always win them, can yeah. you? Yep. Listen, it's probably better not to yep. make Austin mad. Yep. I mean, he's, oh, no, he's scary. Hey, you know, said I was going to do, and I did it. All right, you up next. Hey, by the way, he also got, uh, who'd you get from Carolina? Uh, Sam. Sam Darnold. Oh, yeah, Sam Darnold. Maybe we'll, we'll give that here. to Casey for a wedding gift. Out of sympathy, just take the whole thing, man. I apologize for that one. <laughs> All right, Baker Mayfield number six, okay? Visca, I got number 10. Ah, Visca. Saquon Barkley. We got T. Higgins here, the mosaic. It's like the green one. I oh. might just set that off to the side. Well, well, you don't take it off to the side if you well, don't win. Just okay. I'm well. Yeah, you're That's right. the way this works. Ooh, I got Zach, that yeah, could you, be an eight hundred dollar card yeah, right you there. Definitely you definitely might lose it because oh, because 10, of Baker yeah. Mayfield. You lost T. Higgins because of Baker Mayfield. I, I lost T. Well, I, got, I lost T. Higgins because Lavisca Chenault was number ten, and unfortunately. There you go, Henner. You're not going home empty-handed. Congratulations, man. That was way better than the Wheel of Fortune. It was probably more entertaining, too. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Let's done, boys. I don't know if it's entertaining in your car, but if you watch the feeds, Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, oh. then you can see it all. There you go. Cool, all cool, right, cool, guys. Cool, cool. Good job. Thanks to uh, the Volley's House of Cards. Nice to visit with you guys. Did we get, like, a card there? Was T. Higgins the best card we got? But that's how I told you I'm but Higgins fire, a couple man. years ago, so that wasn't a rookie card. Yeah, but it was like a different color. You know how that goes sometimes. The different colors. I mean, the, the Tom Brady one, MVP's not doing anything? Probably not. I doubt it. Yeah. It's amazing that you can pull, like, a Tom Brady card, and it's like, yeah, throw it away. Yep. Like, that's what's wild about the card scene, yeah. in my opinion. But at the Volley's House of Cards a few weeks ago or a couple months ago, they pulled a 101 Brady. That was worth, what, 50 grand? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, 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 Caleb, there you go. You got a ball, go, baby. Uh, I think you might have some good ones in there. We'll see. Um, I think I think we should start like a um, an elementary school program. We're just. <laughs> <laughs> you think they'll take it? <laughs> like we're just gonna go to. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go to battle you, with the kids over a, cards. There's a lot of life lessons <laughs> that, that can be taught in a card shop, man. You, you learn about inflation. You learn about taxes sometimes. You know. If you learn really about cool, how to like, be humble. Yeah. You have like a 11 year old Caleb, and you have a few teenage kids in here as well. What do we just pull? Oh, wow. All right. Oh, see you guys later. Oh, this he's is, stealing it. This is a John Morant Panini Prism uh, Gem Mint 10, by the way. Well, you know what that means? Did that it's just pretty clean. Pulled? It's pretty clean. You know what that means when it's Gem Mint 10? Wow. You can eat off that. Give us an idea. What? Any idea how much that would be? A couple hundred? Oof. John Morant's hot right now. By 300? Well, yeah. See how he plays tonight. Be 400 tonight. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, yeah, this is. <laughs> you imagine he's to the point where it's a game by game basis. Can you imagine if the John NBA Rick game went, it went up and down like every oh, game. Oh man, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's like, like crypto. Yeah, it's like Bitcoin right now, man. John Moran's like, you have another good game like you did. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. awesome. Skyrocketing. I love the cards. Yeah, it's so fun. fun. Um, but I, and I love the it's. It's just cool to see the kids in here. Uh, that's yeah. that's my favorite part because I remember riding my bike up yeah. to the card shop, and now these guys are all learning about other well, stuff, which is kind of neat. Uh, I'll be honest, it, it makes you. I don't. Know, it's hard to put it in words. It gives you almost like a sense of pride, right? Because like when we grew up, you know, music's changed, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, movies have changed. You know, like what, what I grew up on, my son thinks is like. The, 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 I mean, it's besides Star Wars, but everything else is like. What do we like? For instance, last night we watched Hook. You know, uh, with yeah. uh, Peter Pan. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams, classic movie. Yeah, yeah. My, my son was like, eh. Yeah, and I like the it. Graphics, he's, uh, the graphics. Graphics aren't good enough. Yeah, Is that really why? Well, I mean, he was, yeah, the, the whole, and looking back on it, the graphics were lacking a little bit, but as a kid, when I was a kid, that was the movie. Dustin Hoffman has hooked, come on now. But, like, I feel like this is one of the, the things that, in the country that has, like, stayed the same. Right? I mean, yeah, the, the cards change, the players change, but, like, the values this, change. The, the values do change, but, like, this card shop is what I grew up with, you know, in my hometown. So it's cool that you know, it's still a thing that's that's going on. Yeah, I love it. Uh, by the way, Job ja Morant, I asked this about Steph Curry recently. Is he the most entertaining athlete in the world? Did Job ja Morant trump him over the last oh, couple of weeks? Man. I would still give it to Steph. Um, you see his warm-up routine the other day? No, I didn't. How sick was that? Brian, did you see that? Yeah, well, he just kept making shots and moving back even yeah, more. He kept making, yeah, I mean, it was like he, he like floated one up like 20 feet dropped, swished it, and then just kept going all the way back to half court, then yeah. came all the way back in and threw up another one yeah. and swished it from like eight feet away. I mean, it was... A, it was Let me ask you it's, this. It's just entertaining. Let me ask you this, Brent. Because, you know, John Morant's like, he, he's, in, he's in rarefied air already just because of his size, right, and, and his capabilities. What do you think we have a chance of seeing again first? The next John Morant or the next Steph Curry? Ooh. Um... Uh, that's a good question. That's where we're going to come back. Let's take a break. Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690 Live at Tivoli's House of Cards here on a Wednesday. We are just about every Wednesday, except not next week because we have the Players' Championship. Oh, but yeah, after yeah. that, a lot of Wednesdays to come here on Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. We'll be right back. I think it depends how long it lasts. We're all angry today, but in two weeks, if Camps are open, and you know you're you're back to, to opening day, uh, late April, early May. Heck, the weather's better, and most cities opening day might be more fun for people. If they play five months or five and a half months and solve the economic issues, and it's a healthy sport off the field for the next four and a half years, I guess at this, but four years and five months, then it, it's okay. But if we go into May, I mean, if we miss a full month, I think that's where the damage really begins to happen. Yeah, I don't know who that was, but I kind of agree with that. Like, I, I feel, I feel like you can lose a couple weeks of the Major League Baseball season, and I'm not sure everybody's going to be. My goodness, I'm never watching a player hit a ball again. But if you start getting a little further down that list and, and taking more games away, I think that becomes a possibility where then you lose more and more people. How about this? Total MLB games played in 2022 regular season. Right now, the over/under, according to Bet Online, right. is 120 and a half. Hmm. Like that means they think they're going to miss 40 games. Yeah. That was high. Yeah. Like, I mean, or, I, I, or low, yeah, low, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. 
Here we go again. Yeah, <laughs> Seating, high low. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, that's... I don't know. I'd be surprised. Like, I would take right now... Um, I would say over 120 and a half. You think so? I'm just more confident than other people are. But, like, we know Casey would say... Yeah. He thinks, like, they might lose the whole season. Yeah. So... I'm going to say this. The... The lower the number, the better for me because you start resting those Brewers' arms a little longer, man, <laughs> right? You, you kind of put them on ice a little longer and unleash them, um, you know, in the fall. I mean, what are we talking about here? Guaranteed World Series. So, uh, as far as I'm concerned, take your time. You know, you look at – I want to talk about the NBA. But I just had a buddy say it's 127 games too many, which means he doesn't <laughs> like baseball. I guess Right? So, Watching yeah. baseball games. And so I would say this. Where did baseball lose its way to the point where people don't care about it at all? See, I can make the case the NBA lost its way back in the early 2000s when they got when the Jordan Magic sure. Bird era was over. Yeah. Sure, there was this handoff to Kobe Bryant, but there was also like the malice in the palace stuff, and there was a stigma about the NBA, and it was too bad boy, and it was well. You also had the Spurs that were dominating too. That was kind of boring, and, and it was yeah, it wasn't very sexy, right? Yeah, and so I think. I think that was real. I think people saw that and were like, this isn't doing anything for me. Um, Now, that is about the time where I stopped probably paying super attention, but that was more because of Bird. I found that out like I was more of a player than than maybe the sport or team. Mm -hmm. I liked watching Bird. I liked watching Dan Marino. I stopped rooting for the Dolphins after Dan Marino retired. I thought I was a Dolphins fan. I was really a Marino fan. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Seriously. And so, and, and at the same time, I'm getting in the business and... So it just depends where you are, and I'm never really. I've worked in New England for a couple of years, and that was around the Celtics, but it wasn't really an NBA town, mm-hmm. you know. So I think if maybe I had worked in Orlando or something like that, or Charlotte, where they had hoops, then maybe, yeah, I would. Um, but I wonder where baseball lost its way in that sense, because not that much has changed. The home run error, the ster- was it steroids? Do people just think they were cheating so much, or is the game so no, slow and our lifestyles think- changed to the point where? It's just boring now well, to too many people. So I think it's a combination of a few things, right? Because if you look at the NBA, yes, the talent has never been better, but they're also putting up a lot more points now. NFL, same thing. Um, baseball is the same thing, too, in terms of, you know, you know, juicing the baseballs and everything. So you can't really chalk to say, well, it's not exciting because home runs are still being hit. I just think it's a combination of the players that you lost along the way, the Ken Griffey's, the Barry Bonds, the Mark McGuire's, the Sammy Sosa's, the guys that I grew up with. Um, I think it's losing those household names, but then also, you know, people kind of changing their whole mindset of, of how they view things and how they go about things. We, we live in a society where things got to be like this very quickly, right? Yeah, like yeah. Whether, um, you know, it's ordering food, whatever the case may be, it's all based off of convenience. Uh, and when you sit down and watch a, a baseball game, it's not built like that. You know, it's built of more of just relaxing, turning off your brain and enjoying the show. And I think people have a hard time doing that. And, like, if you watch TV shows now, like they're shortened because of that. If you watch stand-up comedy specials, they're shortened because of that to try to keep a, a, yeah. someone's attention. So the only thing I, that's not shortened is Batman. Of course, which is, hey, I can't wait. Tomorrow I'm going to that, by the way. So I'll see you there? Uh, no. Okay, well, but, I'll go by myself. Um, can you bring me some popcorn to the show? No, you're good. Nope. Okay. Nope. You, you, uh, hey, if you, you want to see Batman with me, you're not getting the popcorn. When are you going? Probably tomorrow night. Oh, tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, I, 
probably. I, I don't know. I probably no, because then you're probably gonna ask me all the questions. Who's the guy in the mask and stuff? Yeah, and I, I, like, don't wanna, well, yeah. I don't want to do that. Like, you what's know? Batman? Yeah, <laughs> if that's the question, then I'm walking out. Yeah, and I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'll see you the next. I'm day. just gonna stay loyal to Casey. We said we we're gonna go see it together. You're you're jumping out here. Okay, it was my. Are you going with Ronan? Uh, probably a little too scary for him and too long. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I think it's a little more of a dark one. Okay. I appreciate the loyalty, Brent. Thank you. Oh. Is that Casey? Oh. He just came back? Or is that just like a, a an ID or a liner? That, that, that might be like Jimmy Cricket in my head, my conscience <laughs> talking to me. I was driving by. I had to see how Brian was doing. <laughs> yeah, very good. That's good timing on your part. It would have been better if you didn't poke back in, and I just thought that was like a liner you recorded like for times when you're away. No, you did not get set up. I had no idea Casey was Casey, back do I have your blessing to go see Batman without you? I'm not thrilled. I, yeah, but you, you know the deal. Okay, when we all talked about this, I understand that we understood it was going to be opening night. I'm not going to wait a week to So tomorrow's opening night? Uh, well, actually, tonight's like the, like the, the pre-opening night, which I could have So you already have night. a ticket for tomorrow? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're all good. Do you do that with a lot of movies? Uh, no, not really. No. Uh, usually I'm, because, yeah, with the pandemic and everything in the past, I, I've kind of chilled on it. But uh, I, I got to see this movie. So. Um, interesting. Yeah. All right, Casey, I'll watch it with you, man, when you get back. Hey, Casey, it'll be your bachelor party you didn't have. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. I'll be excited to see it. Casey, get the hell out of there, man. You're not supposed to be in today. I am. I had something to do. Thanks to Action Sports Jack's uh, Olivia Tassley. She said there's paperwork that needs to be signed, so I had to come in and sign it. Yeah, oh, wow. You did. How about Dude's, that? Dude's trying to get married. You guys got to make him sign papers today? I, I would have just stuff. forged Brent, like, What kind of operation are you running yeah, on Yeah, I, I told Brian this to forge you. He, <laughs> yeah, he wouldn't do it. He's a good man. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, well, two, two quick thoughts before we get out of here then. Uh, and you can jump in on this, Casey. We, before the break, you said... Uh, I asked Luca, yeah, Ja, yeah, and you said Trey Young. I think Trey Young can be is that there. the three-headed monster of the NBA going forward, or are we missing somebody else? I I question whether it's Trey Young in that fold. To oh, be honest Brent. with you, I don't know, man. Brent, I think, yeah, did you watch the playoffs last year? Yeah, but I just think Ja Morant and have Luca seen, are on different ha, have levels. Have you seen Knicks fans? I I, I was there. Okay, yeah. yeah. I wish he played that day. I'll tell you what, they're, they're not talking bad about Ja Morant. Yeah, in, in Madison Square. I, 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 fine, I'll take your word for it. I just don't feel that. Okay. Are we missing anybody else? I mean, Zion, you can't say because he's, I don't know if the guy's going to play or if he's eating like uh, <laughs> beignets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's get Zion out of there. Um, no. You're trying to talk about like, the, the next generation, right? The next crop. Yeah, this is it. I yeah. mean, Jaws that. Jaws the Jaws guy. Jaws the leader of the to pack. fit in that crop? Well, I just think like in five years, right? Steph Curry isn't a thing. LeBron's not a thing. We had we had Lonzo Ball come to the table. I'm, I'm taking Trey Young over Lonzo Ball. I mean, okay, okay. How old's Embiid? Oh, he's too old, I think. So how about Giannis? He's 27. Uh, see, like that's the thing. I mean, Giannis, Giannis is kind of. I mean, but he's still developing. But like, no, I think he's too old to be. Embiid's 27. I think he had to be under 25. Under 25. Yeah. Okay, under 25. I mean, by the way, there is kind of like this bridge. I mean, Giannis and Embiid, yeah. 27, like they're not going anywhere. Yeah. They're only getting better. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, you, that's, well, I say this about the NBA all the time. The NBA has more stars than it's ever had. Of course. Ever. Yeah, yeah. And But Ja feels different level. Oh, His card here at the Voice House of Cards worth more I got than Embiid's. I got one. should be your boy, too, plus your team. I have a team in the NBA? Uh, I mean, I thought you were a Celtics fan, no? Yeah. 
You never heard of Jason Tatum? Oh, Tatum. Yeah. yeah. Quietly, he's not on that what? level. Oh, Briz, oh, I can't take this. He's not on their superstar Jason level. Tatum Nobody's coming to Devoli's house of cards matter, and man. asking for a Jason Tatum card. Jason Tatum's a stud, man. He's a stud. I'm not saying he's not a good player. What is, but what nobody's what coming to ask for his card. They're coming to ask for John Morant. They are coming to ask for a beat. They're asking. They're coming for Giannis. Uh, I'm saying if you want to talk to 25 year olds, it's going to be Luca. It's going to be Trey Young. It's going to be John Morant, and I'm throwing Jason Tatum in there too. All right, football at five. Casey, do not come back on the other side of this break. I'm Go not, get I'm married. Not. Yep. And I do have a thought on Major League Baseball, too, but we have to go to break. So, uh, Football 5 coming up. We'll get back to the Combine as well. And will you see Batman this weekend? <laughs> I guess that's a burning question. We'll be back on ESPN 690. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity. And the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.